Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman, and it is time to bring the orange once again. And many things happen in fall. Leaves changing colors on trees, the weather changes, even pumpkin spice lattes. But it also means we get to talk about the Gartner MQ. And I can't think of two better guests to bring onto the program our guest today, Amy Fowler, VP of Flash Blade Strategy and Solutions, and Dan Kogan, VP of Product for Flash Array. Dan and Amy, how's it going? You're both in a room there together, so this is kind of a novel thing for the- Yeah, uh, appropriately distanced, yes. so we're safe. But Absolutely, but it is nice yeah, to see you to and together there and joining the pod. Amy, how's it going besides really hot in that room, as we were talking about a minute ago? I mean, like you said, it is really <laughs> like poor Dan, poor Dan down here. We were in separate rooms. And we decided to to take the risk and social distance in a single room, and uh, yeah, you can literally hear the heat cranking. Yeah. So we'll, we will uh, we will try to stay cool for you, though, Rob. You guys are always cool for me. You Where are my Seattle sweater here? That's for, yeah, Dan, Dan's got his Seattle wear on. Well, uh, great to have you both. Uh, welcome. Great topic to talk about. And this is Pure's 12th anniversary this October, and there are lots of things to celebrate. But we also had some great news regarding the recent Gartner MQs that came out uh, relatively in, in uh, sequence, right? One after another, but some leadership positions. And Amy, I'll, I'll start with you. Just, just the highlights on the MQ position for Flashblade and, and what that means, just an overview of that. Well, the, the highlight and the headline is that we are a leader and we are you know, really, really proud of all of the deliverables that we've done over the past few years to get us up into that leader's quadrant. We've been in a, in a great position from a, a completeness of vision perspective. Uh, but getting up above the line on ability to execute was really thanks to a bunch of key differentiating features that have come in over the past couple of years that our customers are loving, our field teams and, and channel partners are excited to be able to sell, and that apparently Gartner was happy with as well. Absolutely. And you, you've been a little bit on your background. I mean, you've been part of the Flashblade journey for a while and, and having Flashblade in the visionary and moving to, you know, a leader position just five years after GA. But what was it like on that journey? You, you've been a part of it. I mean, when I think Flashblade, one of the first people I think of is you. But what's it been like going from the early days of Flashblade to now where you see where you see the product positioned? Well, it's been it's been an exciting journey and it's been interesting in the sense that when we first introduced Flashblade into the market, like you said, about five years ago, we actually introduced it about five and a half years ago, GA'd uh, almost five years ago. And we were really, I think, a little ahead of our time in terms of the concept of unified fast file and fast object in a common platform. And so as we set out to effectively try to establish this new category of storage, the rest of the market hadn't quite caught up yet. So we didn't, you know, we weren't approaching things through a similar lens to our competition. And I think that that's where we were getting credit early on for our completeness of vision. But we, the market kind of needed to catch up and, and we needed to have that opportunity to demonstrate and prove our relevance, which we've done with, you know, crossing also the, the billion dollar in all time sales mark just, a, you know, just earlier this year, uh, just a few years after GA, also a pretty exciting milestone on this flash blade journey that we've been on. 
Yeah, absolutely. A wonderful milestone. I want to come back to you a little bit more and, and dig a little bit deeper and peel back the onion on UFFO. But uh, Dan, first of all, welcome your your premier visit to the Pure Report. So great to have you. And, and you're a little newer here at Pure, but we're really thrilled to have you leading everything that's going on with Flash Array. Talk about your time here at Pure. What have you loved? What has surprised you? And what are you excited for in the future going forward? Gosh, that's a that's a big open-ended question. So it is. It is. Try to keep that below the time frame you gave me for the whole show. Um, uh, so, I've known Pure for probably about two years before joining. Um, first, kind of outside of just generally, you know, being a great Silicon Valley success story and you know on the on the tech disruptor scene. Um, really, kind of first started known as Pure when I was at Veeam, um, heading global product and solutions marketing for them. Uh, and Pure was obviously one of the key alliance partners for for Veeam in the data protection space, and you know thought of one of the more interesting brands. You noticed that as a marketing person, um, uh, but didn't really know too much about the company overall um, beyond that. And you know I think we, as, as any vendor, you you spend time with larger companies too, right? So it's it's tough to it's tough to get to know every every key partner too well. So just knew Pure at a high level, didn't know too much about him. Um, and uh, got a call from a former manager at Microsoft, a guy named Sean Hansen, who, who's my boss now, leads Flash Array, and started to just first we started a conversation around the data, the storage market, the data management market, kind of where things were going, and one thing led to another, and all of a sudden I was meeting kind of the exact team at Pure, and and really starting to understand where this company was going and just how much technology and kind of product-wise differentiation there really was, and the vision we had for. Um, uh, a true cloud-like storage model anywhere. Like I, was, I think the, the phrase I hear around here is cloud is a operating model, not a destination. Yep. Uh, it really resonated with me in my experience. Um, and then just on the people side, it was really to a person. I enjoyed the conversations with everyone. Like I came off of every single interview, like more and more energized. Remember when I talked to Matt Burr, I was like, wow, that guy's awesome. I would like to work with him. Yep. Sage Prakash feeling the exact same way with Charlie, with Kaz, like with every single person I talked to, uh, and just got more and more excited. And um, it reminded me a lot of probably my favorite, I shouldn't say that out loud, but my favorite previous employer, which was Tableau. Uh, I spent, spent some time there and it was in a similar stage where, you know, companies post IPO, it's, it's, it's grown from that exciting early stage startup to now a more mature kind of teen, teen years type company. Um, but you still have a lot of the founding people and like this initial, that core ethos that was there from the beginning and the culture, the, the, the keepers of the culture that really made it the initial place, the special place that it was carry forward, but then with a really nice mix of new ideas and new personalities and, and, and evolution kind of going on. And it all was, it was a really good time when I was there at Tableau and it felt like the exact same kind of stage uh, that Pure was at now. Um, and so based on, the technology vision, the people, all those kind of things. That's that's kind of what come, comes together and got me excited to, to come join here. Uh, well, yeah, we're thrilled so, you're here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I've, I've loved it. Uh, I would say the, I joined during COVID. So, uh, and Veeam was a remote company, so it wasn't weird for me to work from home. Um, but it was Otter where, you know, there I joined pre-COVID so I can meet people shortly into my tenure here. It was a while before I actually met a physical human being. Um, but then I've actually been surprised how much FaceTime I've had. I feel like I go in the office 
uh, in Mountain View, uh, thousands of, you know, we're about a thousand miles away from my home in Seattle, uh, much more regularly than most of my other neighbors do to their offices, uh, their offices in town. So we're still, we're a very, cult, a culture that likes to see each other. We definitely do. It, it, we, we get a lot done face to face, although we, you know, we're still able to pull things off like this pod in a remote fashion, um, which is cool. We'll g- give the highlights of, you know, you jump into Flash Array, a very differentiated product, but one where we've had a leadership position for a number of years. So, so give the highlights of the news and then we can drill into that a little bit further. But what uh, what just came out with Gartner MQ relative to Flash Array? Yeah, I mean, the big takeaway is for the second year in a row, um, we are at the very top of the match quarter in both axes, uh, completeness of vision and ability to execute. So uh, it would you would expect us to be there in all flash magic quadrant. Uh, last year, the Gartner made a change and it went from being all flash to just primary storage. So bring in hybrid arrays and things of the like. Uh, and this year they even dropped the arrays. And so it just became primary storage, putting a bigger emphasis on software defined storage um, uh, and moving away from just the physical hardware. And so during the evolution of the MQ, the fact that we've stayed at the top of both axes is really, really validating. Uh, and I think it's a lot harder to to stay there at number one when you know, you make you make the splash the initial time you do that, and then everybody's gunning for you after that, and you become the number one target for every other vendor out there. Um, and so, to be able to retain that position, kind of with with that target on your back, is really really gratifying for the whole team here. Yeah, well, and and uh, thanks for that for the highlights. And speaking of being a target, Amy, we we now are sitting in that position with Flashblade, kind of as a target. But I did want to come back to you around unified fast file and object and how that vision has differentiated us from the competition. But what are those different aspects? Like what are the design points that have gone into Flashblade that really have made it stand out and able to achieve this milestone with the Gartner MQ? So, you know, where I'd start is that there are things, those who know uh, Pure and our platforms very well know that there are some huge common themes between FlashRay and FlashBlade because they're really architectural principles that Pure believes in. That's things like simplicity, right? So scale out file systems are not known as being generally simple architectures. There's usually incredibly complex networking on the back end. And it's just, it's something that requires people to take years and read tons of manuals to be able to effectively manage most other, not just scale, but also other NAS systems. And, you know, Flashblade really has followed that ethos of pure of ensuring that it's something that, you know, we want to make it so that we can put it in the hands of so many of the data consumers in our environments, in data science environments and analytics environments and whatnot, where they want to be able to set it up quickly and start getting access to the insights that Flashblade is so well suited to providing them because of the massive parallelism and performance that the architecture can deliver. So, you know, simplicity is number one, of course, the the seamless non-disruptive scale-out capabilities Another, you know, core tenet of Pure, the overall, um, you know, management experience, Pure One, those all are foundational and go into it. But then where things get kind of interesting, and this is actually a, a difference, especially this year, um, between, well, it's a difference between what the former AFA quadrant was and now what the file and, you know, object um, quadrant is for, for Gartner now, which is that ours is not an all-flash quadrant. Ours is... And, and the file and object, the unstructured data market has not tipped over to all flash, all flash 
as pervasively as the more block focused and especially block and uh, traditional file services market has. And so we're in an in unusual or a unique situation because uh, we're one of only a couple of vendors who even offer fast file and fast object, or I should say file and object in a common platform that is in the leaders quadrant. Uh, three of the others either require two products to get themselves there to totally separate non-related products, uh, or um, they are using a, an interface. They don't have native file and native object. And we also are competing on the dynamic of economics against disk-based platforms. So, you know, we really have to show and prove that the demand for all flash in these workloads and these unstructured data workloads that had historically been relatively well suited to disk, that we're meeting the needs of the market at this moment. And it's kind of all of those things combined, the, the simplicity, the simplicity and seamlessness of scale, of course, the performance, but then also delivering the fast file and fast object, both natively in a common platform it, with, with so much value that Gartner sees us as being you know, extremely relevant to customers who might have historically considered and, and where we're, you know, again, being measured from an economic perspective against some disk-based solutions. Yeah, and I think that's really where the aha moment comes in. I, I get thrilled when I see some of the, the win reports that come in that feature some of the multiple different use cases that you're that you're describing, right? Multiple different aspects of workloads. And, and kind of when I started four years ago, there was a heavy emphasis around rapid recovery. And of course we do that really well, but now you see all these other modern applications that have sprung up. Uh, things around AI and ML and, and just in around analytics. And when you see customers get the aha moment that those are all things that they can accelerate and get insights and do do rapid restore, it, it ends up being a beautiful thing. What are the use cases you're most excited about right now that you're seeing uh, deployed across FlashBlade? So, you know, we're seeing a big ramp up in one what's near and dear to my heart is in, um, no, this is specific to, a, to the healthcare provider industry, but but enterprise imaging and PACS. Mm -hmm. So PACS is picture archival communication systems, it's the digital diagnostic imaging that helps ensure that you can get a fast diagnosis and the best treatment and care, and that healthcare providers can be efficient in how their radiologists are viewing and diagnosing things you know, in their imaging systems. So I have, a, I have kind of a background in previous life that was pretty healthcare focused, so it's really exciting to be able to re-engage with that part of the healthcare provider market as a big expansion on top of the analytics, AI, um, you know, I call it commercial HPC and technical compute type workloads, for example, EDA, which is electronic design automation. And as you mentioned, uh, of course, rapid restore and ransomware recovery is something that horizontally plays across uh, really every segment of the market and every industry. Thanks for that. Um, we'll swing back to you a little bit because I want to I want to get into a few more examples there. But um, Dan, on to you. Back to Flash Array as we kind of bounce around here. Um, I'm interested to the extent we, we we did the really exciting launch back in September. To what extent did us talking about Fusion play in the in the Gartner MQ announce? Was that something that they they took into account with the vision that we have there? For sure, yeah, they didn't. It didn't get called out specifically in okay. the report itself, but it it very much was a topic of discussion with Gartner leading up to it. You know, the the process to do a magic quadrant is much more than just filling out the survey. Yeah, and there's a lot of time spent with all analyst firms, but Gartner too. Um, 
that briefing on where we're going, getting feedback, validating the vision and so forth. And, you know, we had a lot of good discussions around around Fusion and very much aligns with their views on storage as a service and uh, software really being the key, the key factor driving the, the infrastructure itself. So the, the we'll call it the value in the IP moving away from the hardware to the software side of it. Um, AI ops is a key key trend for Gardner that both um, Fusion and already existing investments in Pier One really kind of line up nicely with. Um, so, you know, we we appreciate the team at Gartner, uh, not just because we have a similar worldview, but they they really do have good insights and it's good back and forth dialogue. But you know, this this is a fortunate scenario where our vision very very well aligns with with their view on the market. What were some other aspects around Flash Array or, or around the vision in general that they that you think they found attractive? That yeah, I mean, it starts kind of what Amy talked about with simplicity. You know, yeah. it's a uh, it's a core piece of the operating system and of the design of Peer. And one of the things I appreciate about Peer was again we we did that from from every facet of the business, not just the software, but the pre sales process where we're simple and we're easy to do business with the support process and how we put customers first in every aspect of that and solving their problems. Um, and really just across from design to R&D to everything we do, it's really about clean, simple, intuitive. Um, and so the first point in that in that magic quadrant right about pure storage is around simplicity, right? And that we're really kind of the gold standard of that area. And while others are are getting better and better over time, there's still a lot of, uh, a lot of space and differentiation for us there. Um, we talked about application use cases, so you know something we we work with Rob, we we you and I work on together, absolutely. VMware, right? SQL Server, Oracle, SAP, and the really deep they specifically called out the really deep integrations we have there. I think that's been publicly confirmed by by VMware that we're the number one VVols platform, and those types of investments really paying off and and make a difference in the MQ. Um, Gartner's been really pleased with Flash or AC and the momentum there and the, kind of the economics that uh, scenario that's changed around workloads that historically have only been able to serve um, with, uh, with hybrid arrays and, and, and um, spinning disk. Now we're in a much more competitive uh, price per terabyte, effective price per terabyte scenarios and really far leading TCO that's opened up more swaths in the market. Um, so all of those things really kind of kind of come together uh, to, to have us, you know, in the position we're in. The other, the other thing I, I, oh. I, I hate to miss out on noting too, um, Gartner called on the report in their critical capabilities, which is kind of companion doc. Uh, they actually gave us top marks uh, for uh, containers integration uh, for, on the storage side. So that's that's the investment of Portworks and and how we've tied that together at Flash Array this year and really kind of seeing that come to fruition. So that was nice to see that get some get some kudos as well. Yeah, definitely. No, definitely good to see that. Well, thanks for the background around that. It's always good to get some insight into those discussions and what Gartner looks to. But let's take it out a little bit externally. Amy, what what is being a leader, and again, for both core products here at Pure, what does that actually mean to our customers or to people that are looking to make a selection? Why is this so important? Well, in particular, when we're thinking about more of the, the enterprise segment of the market, and we're talking about the more senior leaders in those organizations, 
they, I think, broadly, they both look to Gartner, not just the magic quadrant, but in engaging with Gartner to consult with as it relates to what's really the dynamics of the, the, the competitive landscape out there. And being a leader in the magic quadrant is kind of like a, a fast a fast pass ticket, if you will, to be shortlisted. And so it's a great validation by a, you know objective third party that we are heading in the right direction and or in the case of flash ray, when you're at the tippy top of the right hand quadrant. That right. We're, just, we're not head off course. At yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, um, you know, it's uh, maybe not go so far as say job security, but it, it certainly uh, helps the senior leadership feel better about it. And it, it makes it easier for the IT teams that our sales teams work with so, so closely to help, you know, justify that, Hey, like who we're considering, these guys are, you know, these guys are in the leaders quadrant. And now let's really peel back the onion into what are the other dynamics that really differentiate what, what, you know, we're bringing up as the the technical proposal that we're looking for maybe the C-suite to sign off on from a, from a financial perspective. Yeah, it, it, it helps eliminate some of the easy early objections, keeps us in the conversation, and then we can focus on the things that actually matter, which is, you know, what are the business outcomes? What are the experiences that we can provide? How do we actually solve that problem and, and deliver that unique outcome? You mentioned the word enterprise. What is what is our penetration like relative to some of the some of the larger accounts or customers out there or the, or the fortune 100 500 something like that i mean you don't have to get too specific or name names I think, but i think publicly i've seen a state that we are in 53% of the fortune 500 okay your customers um which is great to see that large of a percentage because again these are these are probably the Fortune 500, I'll overgeneralize, but are probably slower to adopt new technology, at least in the infrastructure and the storage space. SaaS apps may be a little bit different, but you know, you're, you're playing in a more conservative kind of area. And so, and we've only been around as a company as a decade, you know, five years for Flash Blade as a product. Uh, and we're talking to people that are buying on five to eight year cycles in a lot of cases. Right. So just breaking in to that big of a percentage is great, but then that also means there is a ton of white space for us to go after uh, and about half the Fortune 500 that aren't pure customers. So it's a great opportunity to introduce those customers to what the other half is seeing, right? And seeing results with, and Gartner doesn't win you any deals, right? Being, at the, being in the leader's quadrant doesn't automatically mean that people are going to select you now, but uh, Amy made that point earlier. It, it puts you on that short list of consideration. Certainly helps when you get to that final person signing off on the PO, whether it's a CIO or CEO or whoever it is, that's a that's a final last pass of validation they often do, right? Is go back to look at the magic quadrant or even call Gartner and, and get a recommendation uh, or ask some questions, those kind of things. So it, it helps a lot on kind of both ends of the cycle. Um, but, uh, you know, it's really creating that opportunity for our teams to show the customers the same benefits we've been providing for thousands of other organizations. Yeah, for sure. Um, thanks for jumping in on that one, Dan, as well. Well, to, to close, any interesting customer, I'll throw it out to both of you, any other interesting customer examples of use case deployments um, that come to mind that you think would stand out to, to demonstrate what, what all we've been talking about um, today? Of course, there's many public references that are, that are out there. If you go to purestorage.com slash customer, and you can find all the various references out there, but ones that, ones that maybe stand out that are interesting in, in terms of use cases, very open-ended. 
So I'll go ahead and go first. And what I would, the way I'd actually answer that, what I think is really exciting and interesting is, and you kind of made this point earlier, but is the number of customers we have that are using Flashblade for multiple use cases. Mm -hmm. And they're really leveraging the, the potential to consolidate a diverse set of unstructured data, modern applications, and get all of the, the benefits of, of you know, capacity efficiency and power space and cooling efficiency and simplicity of management. And the reason they're able to do that with Flashblade is because we provide the type of multi-dimensional performance, meaning performance whether you have small or large files, whether it's random or sequential, you know, in this case, whether you have file or object, and, and scale from you know, a couple hundred terabytes up to many, many, many petabytes in a single global namespace. That those are all the elements that are required to be able to actually use a common platform for consolidation and yield all those benefits. And whereas we've, you know, you, there's the expression like you mentioned to me earlier, we've seen this movie before, we've seen right, this right. consolidation movie before, whether it's, you know, the VMware consolidation story or whether it is just the introduction of SAN technology 20 years ago to be able to consolidate open systems onto a common uh, storage backend platform. And what we haven't seen is this ability to consolidate these type of diverse file and object applications uh, on on a common platform. That's an area in unstructured data we haven't seen it. And so Flashblade's really leading the way on this. And so, um, as you mentioned, you can go to our website and see all kinds of public references for all kinds of different use cases. But it's really seeing more of our customers do both the, both a rapid restore ransomware recovery deployment and a PAX application, both on the same multi-petabyte system that is really exciting that we believe delivers really incremental differentiation and value over other options in the market. Yeah, well stated. Um, Dan, for you, what, what when you see you know, wins come through on Flash Array, what yeah. will stand out for you? Ones that I, that I appreciate and I'll stand out are the ones that bring together Flash Array on-premises, Flash Array in the cloud, which is Cloud Block Store, doing that through peers of service is kind of the vehicle which which gives customers that flexible mobility of where they end up deploying. Um, and now we have Fusion that will come on top of that, right, as this control plane sort of tying everything together. But those are things that I really like to see because the the I know the engineering work and the effort that it takes to take that purity operating system that runs on Flash Array, completely disaggregate it from our proprietary hardware, and then go run that and build that on top of AWS's infrastructure, then on top of Microsoft Azure infrastructure. That is an incredible engineering feat. Um, and so seeing customers actually getting value out of that and allowing them to light up uh, their kind of cloud transformation journey and make that real uh, is you know, it's kind of one of my favorite things to see come through. Right. Well, and I'm pleased you mentioned the AI, AI ops aspect as well, because I think more and more, you know, one of the commonalities tying things together is what's going on in Pure One as well, right? As the back end and not just the, the monitoring and the provisioning, but also the future forward-looking workload planning and workload simulations that are going on. And now the expansion of the digital marketplace, letting people actually transact and learn about the different offerings around the things that you were just talking about right there with, with the as a service and, and cloud connectivity. And that's just, that's a really exciting space as well. And, uh, you know, had a, 
update on AI Ops. If anybody wants to check it out, a Pure One episode that was published a couple of weeks ago that you can find in the library and in the catalog. Well, I, we are running long on time here, so I know you're both super busy. I got to let you go soon. But final words, Amy. You know, first of all, congrats to the team at large, but uh, around Flashblade and Pure in general, what uh, what are you looking forward to? I know the future continues to be very bright. Yes, except for except for in your room where somehow the lighting just went, <laughs> no, exactly, or <laughs> the lighting just all of a sudden you were orange and you went gray. But what 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 looks bright for you for the future? You know, we're just excited to continue to take feedback from our customers and from Gartner and to, you know, to introduce new features, increase levels of performance, things like that. Just, you know, we're, we're, in, we're on such a great trajectory that um, I'd say we're just going to keep heading in the direction that we're going, which is up and to the right. And, uh, you know, my other kind of final words would just be you know, to congratulate the, the Flash Ray team again for, like, like we were talking about, for, you know, preserving the leadership position that they're in, which is, you know, as harder, harder than getting there in the first place. I, you know, I, it's certainly not a layup when you've got all of those guns put at your back and they've just done a tremendous job in terms of, um, you know, their, their continued, uh, in, you know, engineering and feature delivery and fusion and all the stuff Dan was just talking about relative to the ability to move seamlessly between on-prem and the cloud and do it all with Pure as a service. It's really exciting. Being being a, a very long time Puritan is exciting to continue to see how great FlashArray is doing in this. Absolutely. Relentless focus uh, with, with both teams, for sure. If you want to learn more about unified fast file and object, you can go to purestorage.com slash Flash Blade and check that out. Dan, we'll close with you. You've been here a little bit less time, but I've had some, I had a lunch with you and we we talk quite frequently and I, I just, I love your vision and, and how you're leading the team out into the future. And I was going to ask you kind of more what's to come, but a, a lot of you already did back in September. Yeah, we've fusion, like that's it. Yeah, well, there's more. There's more exciting there's things. More, there's more. There's more. Yep. Stay, stay tuned. Uh, right. I wish I wish I could give more away, but more exciting things to come. I, honestly, I think Amy just said it perfectly. So I, I second what she said, and the big congratulations, to the Flashboy team, for for breaking through in that leaders quadrant. And I know uh, they will be in a similar position to Flash Array before too long. For sure. And if you want to check out everything that we're doing in Flash Array, go to purestorage.com slash Flash Array. And to check out the overview and get access to the actual Gartner MQs, non-gated, available for you, we do have a vanity URL set up for that. You can go to purestorage.com slash Gartner and check those out. Well, thanks both of you for carving out part of your afternoon uh, to spend with me. It's always great to uh, to have some time with both of you. And I hope everybody out there that you enjoyed checking out this episode of the Pure Report. Please keep telling a colleague and sharing the show and we will keep the great guests like Amy and Dan coming on to the program. And with that, we'll wrap for Pure Storage, Amy Fowler, and Dan Kogan, this is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back, something might be gaining on you. <laughs>